0: And welcome to the Andrea Barkley Show. I am a longtime personal trainer, private cook, and author of Moan Out Loud Protein Shakes, a collection of all-natural protein shake recipes that are so good, you'll moan out loud with each sip. I'm also a world traveler, mama to two little girls, and someone who just loves to have fun and dance and feel great. I am here today with Alex Ostroff. I met Alex because she and I were regulars in the same dance fitness class called Vixen. We both became instructors, and I started following her on social media and I discovered that over the years she has lost over a hundred pounds naturally a hundred and most importantly she's kept it off in my years as a personal trainer allow me to attest to just how rare that is and what an unbelievable achievement that is So, Alex, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. And congratulations like a million times congratulations. Thank you. So, let's dive right in. Absolutely. How did you do it? Oh, my gosh. So, I get that question
1: all the time. I'm sure. And people shake their head and they're like, what did you do? Yeah. Diet and exercise.
0: Oh, come on. It can't be. I know. I
1: know. I know. Well, it wasn't, but that is the the foundation of it. Um, I struggled for about eight years to lose weight. Um, I wasn't always heavy. I gained weight when I moved to Arizona to go to ASU. Okay. Where Arizona. are you from? I'm from New Jersey originally. So, so
0: you did not grow up with any kind of a weight issue or Nothing. anything like that. Any Were there any influences from your family either way about like diet and exercise or not really? Not really. No. I was a cheerleader. I was very active. Okay. Um,
1: we didn't really have fast food in my town growing up. I'm okay. from a very small town. So when I came out to Arizona, I was like, what is this? Like oh. everything's open all the time. There's fast food on every corner. I was like a kid in a candy store, literally. I yeah. loved it. Um, so I gained weight very quickly. I right. gained like over 100 pounds within the first year of being here.
0: And you, you so you came here for school. You yes. came here for ASU. Yes. And so do you think that a part of it might've been that you were coming from a place of being a cheerleader and super active to being, to not having those athletics in your life? A hundred percent. And I had
1: never been to a gym before. I'd never worked out. I didn't know how to work out. Right. Um, and then I, I cold Turkey was not exercising at all yeah. and just overeating, 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 which then turned into an eating disorder of binge eating and overeating.
0: So just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. why overeating then? So like, why? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where it, why overeating? Um,
1: I would, I found myself actually like sneaking food into my room when my roommates were home. I would pay with cash so people wouldn't know. It became so intense and so scary that I knew I needed help, but I didn't know where to start. Wow. So that lasted about eight years. Wow. I, I knew I get, had gained weight really quickly. And then I tried like Weight Watchers 17 times. I tried Jenny Craig 12 times. I went to a weight loss center, but none of that worked. And it was because I wasn't mentally ready. Yeah. I thought I was. Yeah. But I wasn't willing to put in the hard work to do
0: it. So is there, is there a part of you... I mean, 100 pounds, gaining 100 pounds is no joke, Mm -hmm. is no joke. Is there a part of you that thinks, like, the food in and of itself is addictive? Absolutely. And there's a lot of science that shows that. Absolutely. Was it moving to a new city? How old were you at this time? I moved here when I was 18. Okay. Um, and I have a very
1: close circle back in New Jersey. And my dad was there. It was just my dad and I growing up. Okay. Um, so I left my dad behind and that was very hard. And mm-hmm. like my very close circle of friends. And I was so homesick. I do have addiction in my family. Okay. So I think that's where the maybe the food played a role. Right. Um, but it got so out of control and I was so depressed, but I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. I didn't know I was depressed until I was able to overcome all of this.
0: Yeah. I always say a, a fish doesn't know it's wet, mm-hmm. right? You exactly. Yeah. You have no exactly. idea until you get into a different environment. Absolutely. And start feeling better or worse. Mm-hmm. Did your dad say anything to you? Oh my gosh. He tried everything
1: to help me. Yeah. He was so worried about me. My friends were worried about me. Um, he would offer, he he would pay for all those Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig's and he would, um, I actually went to a personal trainer, um, Mike, and he, my dad was paying for it and I would leave Mike's gym and would go to McDonald's. Yeah. And so I was putting on weight and my dad was like, well, if you can do this, I'll, I'll help you with this or what else can I do? And he was so supportive, but I wasn't ready. So what got you ready? Um, It was June of 2018. Okay. And I went out with some friends the night before and had a little too much to drink. And I woke up in the morning and I had a massive panic attack. Unbelievable. Like to the point where I never thought I was going to feel okay again. Wow. Um, I was at my lowest point. It took about a week to get through it. I was in bed and I was screaming and crying for no reason. And I'm a very happy person. Like I, this was so out of character for me. And I knew that something had to change. Um, so it was, it was literally, I woke up one day and I said, that's it. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I'm done crying
0: about it. I'm just going to do it. So uh, I, I have to admit, I've never had a panic attack. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know what it feels like. I don't understand it. And so do you think it was... And I, you know, it's really annoying to people who know me, but I'm like, well, did, did something that you ate or drank cause it? Right. But do you think that the the alcohol? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alcohol is a very big trigger for my anxiety to, okay. to this day as well. And so when you feel that anxiety,
1: what do you feel? On. Um, so in this moment, it comes out in different ways sometimes. Um, but in this moment, I felt like I was on a rocking ship and I could not stand still. I like, a couldn't sit ship. still. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I just felt like I was swaying. My vision was very blurred short of breath. I felt like I couldn't catch my breath. Um, and I was just hysterical and I, and I had no, I didn't know what to do. You had roommates
0: at the time. I did. And did you tell them or them Absolutely. they were detected mm-hmm. and what did they say yep. or do? They were just, they trying. didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. What could they have done? Nothing, nothing. There was nothing they could have done. Really? Not even from like a comforting perspective? Or I mean, they, they, laid in, or... they laid in bed
1: with me and okay. they would scratch my back and ask if I needed anything. Check on me all the time. Yeah. Um, one of my best friends, she actually is the one I found the dance studio with. It was that week and she was like, we need to get you out of the house. Like, yeah. We need to go find something to do. So she oh, went on Groupon and we found the dance studio.
0: Wow. Um,
1: before. Yeah. Um, and we went together and it was great. And I would go there and I would take like stretching classes during the day. And once that week of me, of the pure panic was over, I was, I was exhausted, first of all, but I knew I had to keep pushing forward. And that's when I would get out of my bed and be like, okay, I have to go for a walk today because I know it makes me feel better.
0: Wow. That's, I mean, that's just so awesome that you had that insight to say, And, you know, and since, you know, you're sharing such personal stuff, I'll share, Mm -hmm. you know, something personal too, is that there was a time in my life where I was seeing, um, well, I'm a big proponent of counseling. Oh, me too. And if you can find a good counselor, hold on and don't quit. Yes, absolutely. And I was seeing a counselor and I was so depressed and I was in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. and I couldn't bring myself to work out and eat right. I just couldn't do it. And um, she said, Andrea, your homework for the day your homework, not for the day, but your homework every day is just to go walk for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that will start to boost the endorphins, all of the happiness hormones. And then you don't even need to take a medication or worry about anything else. Just start there. Yes. And that is doable. I'm just going to go walk for 30 minutes a day. And if it's hot outside, go to the gym. And so I would go to the gym and I would walk for 30 minutes and then I would just look at those weights and I would think. All right, I'll lift a few weights. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how it makes you feel. Have you heard of Ed Milet? Yes, of course. Oh, oh my gosh, he's the best. Yeah. But he talks about how just going five
1: minutes yeah. and then leave and then you can try it again. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with that. I, walking has been the best therapy for me Yeah, since my weight
0: lost journey started. How did you know that that was helpful for you?
1: Um, like what was it that said, okay, I know if I go for a walk, I'm going to feel better. I knew vitamin D I love being outside. Yeah. It's like a natural serotonin. Totally. Um, I love that. And I just, it was something that I felt successful in because I was so overweight that in my head to lose weight, I had to go to the gym and be on the elliptical for an hour and burn over 500 calories. And that was the only way to do it. I didn't know anything else. Yeah. Um, So when I started walking, I was like, "Oh, I can do this!" And I had small victories, and I felt successful in it, Mm -hmm. and it made me feel good. Yeah. So then that's where that whole started that my whole walking journey started. And you you follow me on Instagram, so I still four years later after I started, I still try to walk three miles every day. Yeah. Um, And right now with this Arizona heat, I just got a a gym membership, so I'm going in the middle of the day and using the treadmill. Good for you. Yeah.
0: So that's so it's day one after Mm -hmm. this after this panic attack yep. after this anxiety. Yep. You're like, I'm going to go for a walk. Cause I know that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. What a simple thing. What makes me feel good. I'm going to go do that. Yes. And so then what? I, um, had an OBGYN appointment and
1: she, I had been going to her for a couple of years and she could tell something was wrong. Mm. She was like, you seem off. And I told her, I was, I told her about the panic attack and I, um, I said, I don't know what to do. I, she's like, you need to lose weight. And I was like, I do. I was, I was almost 300 pounds. I was pushing 270. Yeah. And um, she was like, well, have you heard of intermittent fasting? And I was like, no, not at all. And she was like, just go home and research it. Oh. And I was like, okay. So I went home. I researched intermittent fasting, and I started that day. Wow. I downloaded the app Zero, which is, I'm a very visual person. So having that little timer on my phone helped me. Um, And I did 16 hours fasting, eight hour eating window. Okay. And that's how I started. That was like the first thing I did, walking and intermittent fasting. And so you didn't restrict, though, any foods in that eight hours? I, so that's, in the beginning I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I, not that I restricted, I would say a more balanced lifestyle. Um, If my friends were going out to dinner one night on the weekend and they were going to get sushi, I'd have the sushi. Perfect. But the restriction scared me. Um, Because I wasn't, I was so scared to give up food. Yeah. But with intermittent fasting, it gave me my control back. I felt like I was in control of when I could eat and and how much to eat. And you didn't have to say goodbye to your friends. Exactly. And it was all about balance. Yeah. My entire journey has been about balance because restricting then leads to binging. Mm -hmm. So I never said no to myself. Instead of having, well, back in the day, I would go to In-N-Out and I would have a double-double Two orders of animal style fries. Wow. And a Diet Coke. Wow. And I couldn't get myself to go there during my weight loss journey because I, my, I mentally didn't feel satisfied unless I ate that. Right. So then once I got over my, my addiction and of eat, my of overeating, I was able to go and I can still go to In-N-Out now. I can mm-hmm. get a protein wrap with regular fries. And water. And now you can? And now I can. Wow. Good Absolutely. for you. Good Absolutely. for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So day one, you went on this walk. You've mm-hmm. got intermittent fasting. Yep. Keep, found, keep going. Found the dance studio. Found the dance studio. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. Changed my life. Why aren't there more fun know. adult
1: dance classes? I have never
0: had more fun it's than when so I do fun. turn up in Vixen. So fun. I love, it I love the it too. I love it too. It doesn't feel like we're working out. No. And I remember the first time I did it, I um, I, I have two babies mm-hmm. and... Um, my first, she was probably right around one years old, and I love to dance. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I don't know how I've stumbled on the dance studio. It must have been on Instagram or something. But I remember I went one night, and I think it was just me and someone else and, and Rick, who's a, a, an instructor we know, is teaching. And I had done... 305 fitness. Do you know Mm -hmm. 305? Yes. I had done 305 dance fitness training in New York, and they told me because I had no idea how really to dance or how to teach dance or anything, but they taught me how to just do it big, Mm -hmm. like fake it till you make it hardcore. Yeah. And so I went in that night and I I faked it like I made it. (laughs) (laughs) Big time. I love it. And I uh, I just had the best time. And I remember there was a girl in there and she said, Are you a professional dancer? And I was like, I am now. I am not That's amazing. And I felt like, and then it was over. And I was so sad. And I, I like looked at Rick and I thought, and I'm like, are we going to go have drinks now mm-hmm. or what? Like, are right? we friends? Are we going to go party or something? And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just have to come back. <laughs> Keep
1: coming back. It's the best. It's, it's the so best. Fun. It doesn't feel like a workout. Yeah. You
0: burn so many
1: calories and you're strength, strength training in it at the same time, like yeah. with the squats and the burpees and everything.
0: I always tell my clients too: the best exercise to do is the one that you will do. Absolutely. So find what you like and do it. Exactly. And also just keep moving. That walking is a really important part of it. Okay, so now we're on, we're still in the first year of your weight loss journey. Yes,
1: yes. And I was seeing a personal trainer, Mike. He's at Raise the Bar Training Studio in Old Town. Okay. Um, He was the one that I was seeing in 2012 when I was heavy. Yeah. I took a hiatus and I remember like sitting in bed, texting him, being like, Mike, I need you again. And he was like, I got you. Come on in. And I've been consistent with him. Ever since. So now you strength train, you walk,
0: yep. and now talk to me about what you're doing with your diet.
1: So I was still intermittent fasting. I did intermittent fasting for probably two years, mm-hmm. on and off a couple months here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really was just watching what I was eating. Yeah. So I focused on protein, always focused on protein, eggs and um, cottage cheese and black bean burgers and uh, lean ground chicken, lean ground turkey, and really just focused on that. Um, I stayed away from bread a little bit, just because that was a trigger food for me. I like bread on bread, Mm -hmm. could do it all day. Yeah. Yeah, bread and cheese. Um, So once I was able to, like, have that under control, I entered that a little bit back. But I would do, like, rice cakes and avocado toast and and things like that, just being more mindful. I was eating – before I was losing weight, I was eating fast food four times a week. Wow. So I gave up fast food completely for a while. Yeah. Um, Just until I could – see some progress and, and have those small victories. And have
0: a different relationship with exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly. When I started to learn about um, the additives and the chemicals mm-hmm. in food and um, I grew up in a very healthy home. We were always very aware mm-hmm. of, my mom was like a calorie counter hardcore. Okay. So I grew up seeing that and I'm not sure that was the best influence, but I was always aware of it. And, um, but I didn't and we always had fruits and vegetables and mm-hmm. lean protein and all of that, but Sometimes we would have fast food. Sometimes. And it is addictive. Absolutely. And I went through a small period where I was a little bit addicted to fast food. And, Mm -hmm. like, your trigger for me, Yeah, the people who know me are going to die when I say this. But it was three Taco Supremes from Taco Bell and a big Diet Coke. And when I started learning about the additives in food, the chemicals in food, Mm -hmm. and what makes you want to go back and keep ordering it and ordering it and ordering it, and how those cows are raised. Uh Um, I know. And... And it's Franken food. I I started seeing it differently, not as will this make me get fat or gain weight, but will this, um, make me sick? Exactly. Will this cause a disease in my body? Exactly. How is it going to make me feel after I eat it? Yeah. What is absolutely. I,
1: very rarely eat fast food now um it'll like after a night out i can't say i won't go to taco bell and do the same thing um but it doesn't make me feel good yeah like it it really it upsets my stomach it Mm -hmm. makes me feel lethargic um but i grew up opposite of you i it was just my dad and i growing up so and he worked full time so we went out to eat all the time right. We didn't really cook in the house. I had like my, I remember growing up, it was like turkey sandwiches on potato bread with chips on the side, gushers, fruit roll-ups, like Costco packs of stuff. Yeah. Like we had the best pantry in town. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My friends friends loved loved it. it. My friends loved it. Um, but so when I came here, I was on my own. I didn't, I didn't know the first thing about nutrition. I didn't know the first thing about fueling my body. Um, And I'm still learning to this day. Yes, I lost all that weight, but I'm still learning. And as you know, I just um, quit my teaching job. I was a math math and science teacher, a middle school science teacher for eight years. Wow. And I went back and got a health coach certification. Nice. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And it's just been amazing. The stuff that I've learned through this journey is priceless. And you learn
0: to, as you start taking on clients, it's incredible what you learn from your clients.
1: So much every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah.
0: So there are people out there listening who have around 100 pounds, more or less, to lose. Mm -hmm. What would your advice to them be? Don't look at it
1: as the big picture. It's so overwhelming when you say, I have 100 pounds to lose. Think about it in small chunks. I have five pounds to lose, then check that off your list. Mm -hmm. Small victories. Um, That's my first piece of advice don't look at the big picture the second piece of advice is create small habits literally by starting and waking up and making your bed yes waking up and making your bed can lead to a huge amount of weight loss um, the book Atomic Habits was something that has been so helpful in my journey um, habit stacking Habit stacking. F- finding things that you're successful in wake up drink some water mm-hmm. just finding small little habits um, and also, don't do too much too fast because it gets you get overwhelmed and you get burnt out. Start small. I started with walking.
0: Yeah. Okay? Find, find what makes you feel good. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then I started with intermittent fasting and I became successful in that, mastered that habit, added another habit. Um, it is, this, this weight loss was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Mm-hmm. But I look back and I'm so thankful I started when I did because- everything hard in life creates better outcomes later on. So I wouldn't be sitting here in this position with you yeah, talking about this journey or being able to promote my business as, as a health coach with Mindful Lifestyle. I wouldn't be able to leave my teaching career yeah. if I didn't have to go through what I went through. Yeah. So in the darkest times, some people don't think that they're gonna be able to get out of it. And I
0: can promise you that if I did this, you're able to do it too. That makes me like emotional to think about. Cause I, it's, I remember when I first learned how to lift weights and I had, had a trainer and I got into the fitness journey for share aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd gained a little bit of weight. I talk about this, um, quite a bit that I, I started dating a guy, he didn't like vegetables I just listened to your podcast yeah. on that and I gained I love, some love yeah. fat <laughs> and um, I remember not recognizing who I was in my own skin mm-hmm. and meeting friends for happy hour and none of my clothes fit and you can't hide that which is why I'm fascinated by um, weight gain beyond mm-hmm. 5, 10, 20, 25 pounds because right. for me at like 10 pounds I'm like oh my god, 10 pounds on me is a lot And that freaks me out. Absolutely. Now I see that. Yeah. I wasn't able to see it back then. But I hired a trainer Mm -hmm. and it was really just for the sake of vanity. Mm -hmm. It was total vanity. I didn't know how good it felt to feel fit. Mm -hmm. And I remember being on the leg press uh, machine and Mm -hmm. he had me do a weight I had never done. But He kept trying to have me do this weight and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then one day I could do it. And... I cried. I remember, and I'm not an emotional person. I'm like, I do not cry. I sat on that leg press machine and I had little tear balls coming down my eyes. And I thought, if I can lift this stupid weight on this leg press, I can do anything. Yep. It's a spiritual evolution. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I know that feeling. Yeah. I know that feeling. And it's an, uh, it makes you speechless almost. It does. It's, it seems like something so small, but it, it, resonates in so many other aspects of your life as well.
0: Were you ever tempted to do a surgery, uh, a a gastric bypass or a sleeve or anything like that? Or were you so motivated by the success you were seeing on the scale? Great question. So
1: I'm a very much instant gratification person. Mm. And I think that's why I struggled for so long, because Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing the results right away. I was like, oh, I used to think to myself, maybe I should just be heavy forever. Like i I was lazy. I didn't have a work ethic. I didn't know how to work hard towards something. Um, but I would work hard. That's, that's not true. Work hard towards something that benefited me so much. I was, I put so much energy into other things in my life, my career, my friendships, my family. But when it came to me, I was like the the bottom of the totem pole. Um, so I thought about it many times. I thought about getting the sleeve or, um, the VGS surgery, the gastric bypass surgery. Um, but I was like, that just seems extreme. Yeah. I, and I, I, people have amazing success with it and I'm so happy for those people that have done it. I just didn't see it for my future. Mm. I wanted to prove to myself that I could do this. I didn't know when it was going to be. I didn't know how long it was going to take. But I knew deep down I could do it. I mm-hmm. um, I just, I, I knew I wasn't ready all those times. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Um, and then I started seeing small successes. Five pounds would go down. And I documented every single thing from day one. I took my first progress photo. I put it on Instagram. That's incredible. My Instagram was private forever. <laughs> it, was, it was just <laughs> for my close friends. I was mortified. Oh. And then people were like, Alex, you, you need to show the world what you've done. And you I, do. Like, and I was like, I don't know. I'm a teacher. I'm... I, there's a lot of uh, yeah. red tape with that. So I went to my administration and I said, oh, listen, you did. I did. Good for you. I did. I said, listen, can I do this? I, I'm very raw. I'm very vulnerable on there. Can I Can I please make this public? I, I'd like to see where this could go. And my administration said, absolutely. What you're doing is beneficial for people to see. Yeah, You're not harming anybody. You're not showing any negative your this is people need to see this so I made it public and I started posting a lot more and then um, I would use hashtags to get more followers obviously and and show people but um, someone reached out to me from women's health magazine and said we found you through the intermittent fasting hashtag can we interview you I was like sure yeah so they sent me an email and I just answered some questions and this they did a beautiful write-up on me and I was number one trending on Apple News for about 12 hours. Wow. I know. I know. So cool. I had no idea. I didn't even know if they were going to ever post it or publish it. Yeah. And I woke up one morning to go for my walk and my phone had hundreds of notifications on it and it just kept going in all day. I mean, how motivating it, is it, that? It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. And then so people started reaching out being like, Alex, help me. How did you do it? How, I need to lose this much weight. What do I do? and i answered as much as i could obviously and my friends were like you should monetize on this totally like let's do something and i had been thinking about i loved working from home i love being able to work from home so when covid hit as a teacher i was able to work remote mm-hmm. and i kind of felt a little lost and i was like okay well i always we all felt lost oh during covid oh my gosh COVID. i know we all i know <laughs> yeah it was i was like but this is What do I do? Yeah. Am I going to be home forever? Is this really what I want? Um, Teaching just wasn't my passion anymore. Mm -hmm. So I went back and became, got certified as a health coach and it changed my life. I found my spark again and I found a passion and I was able to resign. My last day teaching was in May.
0: And tell me some of the most noteworthy things for you that you learned when studying nutrition. So The biggest
1: thing is everything. Well, I there's so many things I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm still learning. I'm able to go back and and relearn everything. But for for weight loss, it's all bio individuality. Mm. Every single person is different, Mm -hmm. and what works for you might not work for me. Might not work for the person next to me. Thousand percent. And and that's okay. So I use that in my coaching to help. My clients, like I have a program laid out. I have a nine month, uh, three month program, 90 day program. And I tell my clients, if we use this, cool. If we don't, cool. Yeah. It's whatever you need from me. Yeah. Because you're not going to lose weight the same way somebody else is going to. Um, So bio-individuality is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned, I learned so much about different methods that, I've never heard of before, like Ayurveda, like I've never heard about that before, Um, talked about, they talked a lot about like um, vegans and vegetarians and proteins and it it covered, it was a one year program that I did accelerated in six months, Mm -hmm. so it covered every single thing you could think of. (laughs) I know. Of course you did I the know. I, I had to. I had to, <laughs> and I couldn't stop. And it was so enjoyable. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like schooling. It didn't feel like anything. I loved listening to the lectures. Yeah. Um, like Alicia Silverstone was on there as a guest oh, speaker, yeah. and it was it's just a really cool
0: program. Um, I heard that the uh, and I can't recall his name, but I heard the founder of the Zone Diet was is a, an instructor on there. I do you know his name? Is he the owner of the of IIN? No, to see the creator. No, no, I don't know. Okay, never mind. Moving know. on. Maybe, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I heard his talk. I I heard his talk or his lecture was okay. very instrumental too. There, is
1: are so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's great is because I did the accelerated six months, some of it does kind of clump together, but mm-hmm. I am able to go back and like
0: revisit, revisit the ones that are interesting. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it's I think what's interesting too is how so much of it is cultural, right? Absolutely, and how. Um, uh, I, I always say, too, a lot of it has to do with your heritage. Mm-hmm. So if you were born of Alaskan descent, where your ancestors would be eating just wild game and salmon, and it's cold, so there's not a lot of mm-hmm. crops, it's just fatty protein, voila, those are the people who are successful on the Atkins diet. Yes. You have people who are from more of an islander descent, yes, and that's where their ancestors come from, where there's a lot of light fish and fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are people who do really well on a low-fat diet or more of a vegetarian diet. And then there's people like me who come from a big mishmash and... So I do really well with like a mixed type. Absolutely. Plenty of protein, plenty of carbs, a little bit of fat. And I think you have to find what works for you. I always say to your body is always teaching you something. Mm-hmm. If you find that after you eat you crave sweets, mm-hmm. then you probably didn't have enough of a carb in your meal. Yes. If when you're done eating you crave savory or salty or fatty, you were missing the protein and the fat in your meal. Yes. And your body is always trying to communicate with you and tell you things. You just have to start to listen. Exactly. Yeah. And a, a lot of people don't know how to do that. No, I think that so many people are still under that veil of, or that thickness mm-hmm. of food addiction. Absolutely. And, and, and so many people think, oh, well, what I'm doing isn't so bad. Well, it might not be. It might not feel that way because that's what everyone else is doing. Exactly. But when you talk about bio-individuality, what affects one person one way might affect you a totally different way. And it might not be affecting you right now, but what about long-term? Oh, boy, oh is my that gosh. true. It's scary. It is scary. It's really scary. It is true. And then you have people who are naturally skinny, mm-hmm. who don't need to do anything, can eat whatever they want, but that doesn't mean they're healthy. Absolutely. Are yeah. they getting
1: enough protein to fuel their bodies?
0: Yeah. Who knows? They can live
1: off of yeah snacks all day.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's bring it all around for our listeners and sure. for the people who are out there who say, I have major weight loss to do major for me, major weight loss is even 25 pounds. I agree. 25 pounds. So you say, tell us again what you say. I say,
1: take it in small chunks. Yeah. Focus on smaller numbers, five pounds at a time. Um, take pictures. I didn't mention this before. Take all the pictures. I wish I had more pictures from when I was heavier. Um, obviously hated being in front of the camera, but now I like to look back and see how far I've come. Also, if there's a week or two weeks or three weeks, the scale isn't moving, putting two pictures side by side or taking your measurements tells you more than the scale could ever do. Um, so take it slow, small increments, form, healthy habits, because that will last long term. Mm-hmm. There is no quick fix. Yeah. There's no quick fix. This isn't going to happen overnight. We, we didn't gain weight overnight. Um, you're not going to lose weight overnight. It's yeah. going to take time. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. Um, but it's worth it. And you'll look back and you'll be so happy you started when you did. Yeah. So,
0: so how do you approach this going forward? And do you still struggle with finding or with maintaining that balance that you seem to have done a good job finding I saw you you did 75 hard recently yes and um I have like really mixed feelings on 75 hard I think I do too I think it's good for people to learn they can do hard things yes and I also think it's a really inappropriate way to live it is very unsustainable
1: long term yeah um but it's fun to see what you can do absolutely I loved it I was in like my Best mental and physical health I've ever been in from October to January first, and then and I felt like everything good in my life was coming to me during those times. Awesome! I was on a high, really yeah. was. Got off a of seventy-five hard, gained the weight back because I was yeah. living a normal life. Yeah, and because you are a human exactly, being, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's for me, it wasn't sustainable long term. Um, Does that mean I won't do it again? I've dabbled with the idea Um, because I, now that I have lost the weight and kept it off, I'm, I do still struggle. There are days I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I ate so much last night. I'm so mad at myself. And then I'm like, Alex, it's normal. One day, what would you tell your clients?
0: Oh yeah. One One day day is is nothing. Exactly. One day is nothing. You have to have the vitality in your body, the energy in your body and the consistency Um, To know that derailing and having, you know, whatever you ate, the whole pizza or whatever, tomorrow's a new day. Exactly. And I think that's part of that evolution of thinking, oh, I really ruined this meal mm-hmm. so this whole day I can ruin. Right. Or I really ruined oh my gosh. today so I may as well ruin the whole week. I'll start it on Monday. right? That Friday's off to a bad start. We'll start again Monday. You really can just pick right back up in that minute. In that minute. Every minute is an opportunity to change yes. the direction of your life. I Every love that. Minute. Just, I
1: love that. Yeah. Put, put down the fork and go for a walk. The food will always be there.
0: Yeah. And I think that's another really powerful and important thing too is Yes, you know you, you know foods that make you feel good, whatever. But but you still love other foods that don't make you feel great. Yes, and they're not going anywhere. It's still going to be You can be there. go back and have a bite. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Alex, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having tell, me. Tell people what you're working on and how they can find you if they want to stay in touch. Absolutely.
1: So my Instagram is mindful underscore lifestyle underscore ao. I have a 90-day coaching program that I am helping clients lose weight, um, bio-individuality-wise. Awesome. <laughs> and um, my website is www.mindful-lifestyle.com. And feel free to reach out. I love connecting with people
0: and talking to people. Awesome. And you, I appreciate your vulnerability on online so much. It's really rare in this space where everybody is so filtered absolutely in what they share and i think you share really real stuff and everyone needs to know and hear it so again thanks so much for sharing your story thank you um i hope you found this episode helpful if so please share it with a friend and don't forget to write a five-star review if you enjoyed it you can also find me online at andreabarkley.com and on instagram at andreabarkley Are you struggling to stay motivated to work out and eat right? Join the Daily Motivator, my personal accountability group, where I text you each weekday morning exactly what to do for your workout and specific nutrition homework. It's like having me as your private personal trainer. Visit andrewberkeley.com slash motivate to get started. Have a healthy and wonderful day, and I will see you next time.